Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. SK Vibe Maker, my interviews are hotter. You know we bring through the best special guests. We ain't changing tradition anytime soon. Today we got St. Andrews, Kingston, Jamaica, Baby Sham, aka Sham is in the building. What's happening, man? I'm here. Can you hear me? Good. Cheese, it's good to have you back in the UK. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm sitting on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Sitting on top of the world. That's good to hear, yeah, man. Bro. I mean, obviously fresh from Carnival, performing a, a few places out there, right? Yo, Carnival was fire. You're talking about, that looked to me like 4 million people. Mm. That wasn't 2 million that they're mm-hmm. used to. I think mm-hmm. because of the two-year break, exactly, everyone was out. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I mean, it was good and bad about like, obviously two years off, you know, when I have two years away from Nottingham Carnival, a lot of people there, but it was sardines. Yeah. If you was in the streets following the floats, <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Yo, for us to get around, crazy. That's when you wish you could just teleport, innit? Yo, I was talking about (laughs) drones. Like, (laughs) body pack drones. Mm -hmm. We could do a bang, bang. Fly up and down. stage, you know what I mean? (laughs) From all of those years being at Carnival, I mean, do you remember the first time you performed at Nottingham Carnival? Ah, I think it was, I think the first time we performed there was probably... The year of Ghetto Story, probably 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. Straight. That was my first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this time was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Because that time around, I probably did one stage. This time I was I was carnivaling. Mm-hmm. Hopping from He's stage and to about. stage and greeting people in the crowd and taking photos on the run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the crowd was crazy. You can see that everyone kind of missed being out. Mm-hmm. And they were hungry for music. You mm-hmm. can see that naturally. So you are like 20 years plus deep in this music thing. You are considered a reggae dancehall veteran and legend. You have got your footprint in this culture. To anybody who is discovering you today, how would you kind of break down the sham story so far? This a survival story. (laughs) This a true ghetto story. This is my story. This a real ghetto story. Hey, that sums it up. Do you feel like it has been ghetto then? Ah, it has been, it has been core, hardcore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and also hardcore mean we, we we never ever try to go away from our roots, mm-hmm. too far from our mm-hmm. roots. We keep it dancehall and we keep it in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And we always keep it a little bit gully, but with with wings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wings that can fly. See, I like that you say that because I feel like that can be the the gift and the curse. Like keeping it core, yeah. you keep to your roots, you keep the, the core audience happy. But at the same time, a lot of artists want to expand. Yeah. When you expand and you go outside of the realms and experiment maybe a bit too much, you get criticism. Yeah. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to both sides. Yeah. Was there many powers and energies trying to drag you to diversify and maybe water down your sound much over the years? Uh, we, we hit Billboard number one mm-hmm. with This Is Where I'm At. Yeah. And if you listen to that verse, it wasn't watered out. Mm-hmm. I got my click to the rear of me. Punks live in fear of me. Dudes on the block with them running scared of me. Mm-hmm. I keep that thing near to me. Don't just appear to me. Yeah. Never touch mm-hmm. my money. No, my money's dear to me. I'm mm-hmm. in the club balling in the VIP booth. This is where oh, I'm yeah. at. You know it is the truth. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I, I believe that you can keep your core mm-hmm. and keep it hardcore and keep authentic to your culture and your, your music. But it's all you deliver it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to just believe in your craft and believe in what you bring to the table and your team. Mm-hmm. And seven different brothers, seven different minds. Mm-hmm. If you wish 
to water down your thing, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you're trying to feed your family and trying to get mm -hmm. where you want to get. I don't know where you want to get. Mm -hmm. I know what I wanted. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And we do what we do in the studio to get where we want to go. So you're saying for you, it's pretty simple. I'm doing this. I'm not switching it up too much. No. Nope. I'm keeping it to the core. Yeah. And they can't, me, they can't have me on these pop songs like this. All right. So songs, get a story has become a pop song. Mm. It's become popular. Popular. Yeah, but you, you didn't compromise. Mean? No, we didn't compromise to get, mm. get a story there. Thanks to Alicia. Mm -hmm. The great Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. Yeah. She took us through some major doors. But she came after and it was already it's way, way, way down the road. Way, way, way. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when she jumped on it now, it started, boom, through mm -hmm. a couple of the pop station doors. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But even her verses was hardcore. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It wasn't watered down. This is why I'm at the only difference. I was DJing in English. Mm -hmm. We are DJ, so mm -hmm. the world could understand. So you mm -hmm. know when these opportunities come, mm -hmm. you try to let the world understand everything that you're saying. Mm -hmm. Just like Tables Turn, you have to give it up to Foxy Brown before anyone else mm -hmm. believed she believed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell them a woman we are defend. <laughs> Love to see the shard is in a brand Zara BM. Breaker, breaker, call the undertaker. Mm -hmm. Fools will be dying. That's mm -hmm. hardcore, mm -hmm. but in English. Mm -hmm. Just like Bob Marley. He was singing about the struggles, oppressed, mm -hmm. the voiceless. Mm -hmm. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Mm -hmm. None but ourselves <laughs> can free our mind. For sure. Have no fear for atomic energy. Mm -hmm. Cause none of them can't stop the time. Mm -hmm. But check it. English. Mm -hmm. Bob wasn't stupid. Mm -hmm. He knew he wanted the whole world to understand mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. That way his message could go further. Like you said, 75 different ways, 75 different minds. Yes. Is what you said. So do you feel like there is a core or that there is a lot of dancehall artists that could do that a bit more then? They could kind of think about the delivery and for for a wider audience not necessarily watering down but that's maybe like a trick that they're missing it's always a trick that's been missing and the, the few that figured out got world songs mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think it's just studying if you study oh i came up with the idea of starting to flip with english and play with more english instead of just pato alone mm -hmm. i had a song by the name of man and man big Mm -hmm. 2000. Me and them are grown, man. Mm -hmm. So me are free thrones, man. Biggest song in dance hall. Mm -hmm. We went to do a, a, a major, I think it was Hot 97 Summer Jam. Mm -hmm. And after doing Hot 97 Summer Jam 2000, the year 2000, a kid came up to me and was like, that man, 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 that's my song. Mm -hmm. I don't know everything that you're saying, but when I'm in my car, it's just man, man, man. <laughs> and me, I said then, if he could understand what man and man is saying, mm -hmm. if he's going crazy over man and man, mm -hmm. what would he do with himself if he understood mm -hmm. like real mm -hmm. dancehall heads who understood that we're going crazy when man and man play? Mm -hmm. Every gun fingers in the air. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When Babylon boy drop, mm -hmm. it's done. Straight up. So that's when I got back. I got back from that tour and I went to Dave Kelly who is the producer and I said, you know what? We need to start say some things where people can get me no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And that's why after that, when Foxy Brown thing came to the table, the, the opportunity came. I was like, you know what? Tell them a woman we are defend. Mm -hmm. Love to see the shard is in a Benzara BM. Mm -hmm. Jimmy's a rebel. 
Session stress. Mm -hmm. Some may give her some SEX, mm -hmm. the whole crowd. Mm -hmm. No matter where in the world you go, everyone sings that. Those songs live long, Girl, man. I still out my own man. I blow up my phone because she want the vitamin S. Mm -hmm. I, 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 we didn't compromise. Mm -hmm. All we did was just figure out ways how to say things that people can understand. Mm -hmm. That's it. Never compromise. Fiesta rhythm still very strong. Yo, yesterday in the carnival. In the carnival, nothing in the carnival. Yeah. Fiesta rhythm destroyed <laughs> that whole four million mm -hmm. people. Like what, nearly 20 years going Brother, strong? Fiesta came out 20 years. Mm -hmm. 20 See years, B. Crazy. And I was doing songs from 1996. Mm -hmm. From when I was a boy. We did Jarride yesterday. Mm hmm and we Jarad is probably the only song that I was forced to pull up. <laughs> as soon as they heard that roll. Eh, eh, Crazy. Eh, 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 problem. And Classic that, rhythms, man. Those rhythms back in the day, they had a lot of pieces on them. King, believe me. And that, that tells you, when you make music, you must try and make music that has no expiration date. And that's something that I've learned from Dave Kelly over the years. Mm -hmm. He's always stressing on quality over quantity. Mm hmm I took a while to buy into it because as a kid, you're coming out of high school, I'm 15 years old. I want to say everything. Mm -hmm. I want to have a song every week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's like, nope. Mm -hmm. Is it better than the one from last week? Mm -hmm. Until you get it better than the one from last week, we're not releasing this one. Mm -hmm. like, Quality okay. over quantity. Quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. Very important. Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. Baby Sham, AKA Sham in the building. How about that? We just played ra, 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 ra. <laughs> Ghetto Story, still going strong. I mean, a big song in reggae dancehall music. And when you have songs like that, that cross, they cross boundaries, barriers. They live very long. What would you say that song done for your career, man? Ghetto Story, I've done everything for my career. Every single thing. You're talking about a song that no matter where you go on the planet, someone will be able to say ra. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We were in a party the other night and these are kids that I like watching their series. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the top boys, Snowfall, mm -hmm. the actor from 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 Get Out. Mm -hmm. And they Daniel were saying, Kaluwa. Mr. Mikey, mm -hmm. straight up. <laughs> and me, I said, what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when, when, when you can do songs that can stand the test of time, we, we're in the carnival mm -hmm. and you have teenagers. Mm -hmm. 16, 17, 15, saying, Ra, mm -hmm. how did you know this song? You know what I mean? And that tells you how powerful these music. On the song, like a lot of people might know who you're referring to, but you're talking about Mikey. Mr. Mikey. Mr. Mikey. Tell him who Mikey is. Mikey is a friend of mine. A friend of mine from Sherlock Crescent. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he went away. He, he got visa early. Mm -hmm. Went away when we were teenagers. And... He used to look out for us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I was writing Get A Story, that's how we were like, you know what, we were in our time of desperation and we needed help. Mr. Mikey, <laughs> we get the thing them. The motor lot now. Straight up. Big up Mikey. Yeah. Uh -huh. Always. So let's talk about the relationship that you have with Dave Kelly. I mean, he is a legendary producer. I mean, just music. Let's not just say reggae music a legendary producer i mean his footprint his legacy if you do the research you will see a lot of it if you don't know already he has executively produced i think all of your albums all of my albums and been a very much big part of your career been now, everything we spoke career. about it be before 
But for today, let's talk about it again, man. The beginnings of your relationship with Dave Kelly. Where did it start and how would you talk about his role in your career? Uh, the relationship started when I went and I, I, I kind of looked up Dave Kelly. I was buying five, seven inches. Mm-hmm. We used to play a song called Super Tremors Kids, 12-year-olds, 13-year-old. And we used to save our lunch money to go and buy seven inches. At the time, Bojo Mountain was the biggest thing in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Every Bojo Bantan record we would purchase would have <laughs> one name on it, produced mm-hmm. by Dave Kelly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I'm going to get in the music, this is the person that I would like to produce mm-hmm. my music. You know what I mean? Because the beats were fire. The, the the delivery was fire. The mixes were fire. You know what I mean? And we started him out, went to Penthouse Records at the time. He was at Penthouse Records before he moved on and got his own studio, Madhouse. Mm-hmm. And we did an audition for him. Mm-hmm. After the audition, he said, you know what? You can work on your breathing technique and work on delivering more from your diaphragm. But I like what, what's there. I like the creativity. Mm-hmm. But I, wouldn't, I, would, I couldn't record you right now mm-hmm. because you're still attending school. Mm-hmm. Link me back three years from now with proof of graduation. If you have the talent, same way, I'll give you a shot. I went back to him three years after <laughs> with proof of graduation and mm-hmm. a number one song in Jamaica. That was the mass. Dope. Boom. From it that, from from we did the first record, boom. Mm-hmm. The chemistry clicked. He became like my bigger brother. Mm-hmm. He started guiding me. Are you talking about a producer who guided the biggest names in, in Dancehall? Mm-hmm. Terra Fabulous, mm-hmm. Bojo Bantan, Tony Rebel, mm-hmm. Garnet Silk, mm-hmm. Louis Culture, Nadine Sutherland. Jeez. You know Crazy. what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is no this is not a normal producer we are talking mm-hmm. about. So when you get a chance to be in that school, in that stable, I think that was the best move for me. I feel like people don't talk about Garnet Silk enough, man, but pff, one of my favorites, man. Dangerous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Next level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't know about Garnet Silk and you are watching, listening to this interview today, go and check out Garnet Silk and you can at us afterwards. Yes. You'll be very happy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, reggae dancehall isn't so much built off of albums and yeah. you have been very selective in your output over the years. Yeah. A lot of reggae dancehall artists, they're like, they will release like 50 songs a year. Yeah, or 100. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. for you to be like the opposite of that is an almost oxymoron. And you kind of spoke about Dave Kelly kind of advising you that if the song isn't as good as the last one or you're not coming with something new, don't put it out. Yeah. How do you really stay with that kind of formula? Because a lot of musicians nowadays, even just outside of reggae dance, are scared to be irrelevant. Yeah. They release so much music to be relevant, the streams and all that kind of stuff. How did you maintain that stance? I think just believing in quality over quantity. And then when you, when, when you see the proof, what it has done for your career, if you are at one of my concerts, it goes from stairs to stairs. Every song, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger until it just explodes at the end, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And when you have that concept, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The concept is an artist is supposed to be, an artist is as good as his last album mm-hmm. or his last single. And when mm-hmm. you take that for what it is, then you realize how important that is. Mm-hmm. So that can keep you relevant. You might not know the face. Mm-hmm. You might probably never heard the name mm-hmm. but as soon as we say this is a survival story <laughs> you're gonna know the name right mm-hmm. there and then mm-hmm. 
Straight up. And you're not going to forget the face after that. <laughs> you're going to go and do your research because that's one of your favorite. Mm -hmm. As soon as they hear, this is why we ate, mm -hmm. this is why I'm hot, and realize, oh, that's the same person. Mm -hmm. I need to check out more of his music. Mm -hmm. Then you realize, okay, the wine up my bodies, mm -hmm. the turn up, mm -hmm. all of these records, the vitamin S, mm -hmm. they are not a levels. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The bug, the mm -hmm. showtime. Crazy. You have so many people that use showtime. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Damn. Yeah. Showtime with him. Madness. Give them the dance. Mm -hmm. Bust the dance. Can I get her? All right. Mm -hmm. I think I'm one of the only few people that had a nice clean edit of that that I could play on radio. How about that? How about that? Yeah. That mean that that mean you're not you're not normal. <laughs> you're not normal. <laughs> Guess what? SK Vibe Maker interviews are hotter. Shams in the building. Almost two years, you know, we under lockdown. No party, we can't go. Police are cracked down. Bang, bang, bang. Wowza, <laughs> you linking up with Usain Bolt, you know what I'm saying? Talk to us about, you know, not just because you're in the same co country, yeah. you know, you're both from Jamaica, that you're necessarily going to connect. Yeah. But how did you guys connect and do this, man? Lockdown. Well, we connected before Usain was a, was a star, you know what I mean? We connected from, he was in high school. This dude by the name of Busy. Older dude took him to my my tent at a reggae some fest, mm -hmm. and I was telling him that I was a fan of his because I, I follow up track and field. So mm -hmm. I I went to the the high school championship in Jamaica. It's called Boys and Girls Championship, mm -hmm. and I really liked him from then. Mm -hmm. So when he came to get introduced to me as a fan, I'm saying no, but I'm a fan of you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And from then we have always been cool, mm -hmm. but nothing. Never ever seen each other and pass each other. Uh -huh. So been cool, been cool till he got huge from the Olympic success, mm -hmm. and we step, we we kept that link always. Have some whenever I'm in Jamaica, we always find somewhere to go, whether the club, beach, mm -hmm. just hang out. Mm -hmm. And one morning they reached out and said they had a beat and they would love if we could do something. Mm -hmm. And when as a person, you talk about a goat, cause you have mm -hmm. different goats. Mm -hmm. This is a goat. The greatest. All right. Believe that. <laughs> when he reaches out and said he needs your support and anything musical, you're going to want to give him something that special. Mm -hmm. And that's how we did Lockdown together. Talking of the song Lockdown, you and Usain Bolt, how would you say like the Corona, the COVID lockdown, a time in the world's history that we might not even see in our lifetime again, but was definitely something crazy. Everyone just locked down, not much contact with other people. How did it affect you creativity-wise? I think creatively-wise, what it was doing to me that everything sounded dark. Everything sounded caged. So I didn't write a lot. Mm -hmm. I kind of used this time, the time to spend more time with, with my family. You know what I mean? With, uh, yeah, you, I think lockdown and a whole kind of let you realize that you need your close circle. Mm -hmm. And you appreciate your close circle even more. Mm -hmm. But creative-wise, creative I wasn't writing a lot. Mm. You know what I mean? Because everything was was, was kind of sounding the same. Mm -hmm. Everything was coming out a little bit dark, a little bit on the edge. Cause during the lockdown, we were seeing stuff that were going going on in society against our own kind. That wasn't wasn't the best. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That wasn't the, the, the it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just stayed away from writing and just mm -hmm. kind of enjoyed my circle mm -hmm. and locked off the news for a while. Straight. And it was like you know what? This is us. Mm -hmm. we against the whole world and we're going to party and enjoy ourselves. So I mm -hmm. bought all the equipments that we needed and we had our party by the pool almost every day. Hey. 
every day. Mm. Yeah, man, I was I was mixing like a like a disc jockey. <laughs> yeah. Back to my super trauma days. You Jeez. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. One, two, three. The last few years has seen the rise in Afrobeats. Um, many people have, um, and it's been a great thing. Let me just say that. I love yeah. Afrobeats. A lot of people <clears throat> love Afrobeats. It's been a great thing. But just how the music industry is, maybe sometimes it has an effect on other sounds and other genres. People may be thinking that they've got to pick a side. How do you feel like the Afrobeats, the rise in Afrobeats over the last few years in its honeymoon stage has affected reggae dancehall? I think it has to affect reggae and dancehall in a positive way because Afrobeat is a branch of reggae and dancehall. You know what I mean? What, what it has shown us that if you, if you buy into the concept of unity mm. and angling your business the right way, I mm. notice all these African artists, they're, they're basically unified, even if they're not friends. Mm-hmm. You see them on tours together. Mm-hmm. So that tells you Reggae artists need to tour together more. Mm-hmm. Dancehall artists need to tour together more. Mm-hmm. We need to anglo our business a little bit better. We need mm-hmm. to be more, 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 more united than anything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's what it has done, it, in my part and on my view. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I see mm-hmm. from it. Nothing negative at all. There is space for Afrobeats and reggae and reggae dancehall to live together, co-inhabit side by side yep but some people feel like it's a pick a side thing and maybe naturally if you are maybe more into a particular sound you might maybe push aside what you were listening to before so some people have argued that maybe the rise in afro beats has maybe put reggae and reggae dancehall in the shadows a bit okay Do you feel like there's any <clears throat> part of that that's happened if they think it's put it in the shadow that's their belief you know what i mean to me all we need is one sound. Mm-hmm. Reggae not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It has been here from day one. If you look at the top of the chart right now, I'm sure Bob Marley is there. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Reggae and dance are not going anywhere for now. It's going to be here. It's just we mm-hmm. have to figure it out. Straight. And if you have quality over quantity, I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll hit them. You know what I mean? Not to press you on this too much, but you say Bob Marley. Bob yeah. Marley is an artist that... I mean, come on, we have to go back decades for when you first arose. Mm-hmm. Now, with Afrobeats being in its honeymoon stage, many people counter-argue that where are the breakout reggae dancehall artists of now yeah. on the same level of your Burner Boys, your Wiz Kids, your Thames and your DeVitos? Because when I was sitting down speaking to Cranium the other day, he was like very much saying that they're in their honeymoon stage right now. Mm-hmm. And when the honeymoon stage was for reggae dancehall, it was at the turn of the century when you had artists like yourself, you yeah. had your Wayne Wonders, you had your Shaggies, you had your Sean Pauls, your TOKs and many other artists. That's even after we had like Shabba Ranks and yeah. Cutty Ranks and, and yeah. whoever you want to go back to. Bojo, all yeah. of them from before, exactly. Bounty, exactly. Beanie. You have to understand. So right now, Arsenal won four from four. First four games of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In their honeymoon stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honeymoon stage. But we all know mm-hmm. the cream will rise to the top. Mm-hmm. We all know that at the end of the day, they will have to talk to Liverpool. They will have to talk to Manchester City mm-hmm. if they want to win this. Yes. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, reggae and dancehall will rise to the top no matter what. Where are the new reggae dancehall breakout artists there. of so the last five years? you find that you have so many. You have Coffee, mm-hmm. you have Skeng, mm-hmm. you have Skilly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You have so many that are, you have, you have Jada, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. It's just for them to come together as a movement. Mm-hmm. Picture a tour with all. You have Popcorn. Mm-hmm. Picture a tour with all those six names mm-hmm. as new school. Crazy. Mm-hmm. They would sold out every stadium around the world. Mm. I would like to see that. Easy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, can these managers sit down and put egos aside and say, you know what, we are doing it for the culture, mm-hmm. doing it for the music. Mm-hmm. Because when you see the Burner Boys on tour, you see the Whiskids, mm-hmm. you see the the the, the Davidos, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We need tours like this. Mm-hmm. And as I told you before, the unity is the biggest difference. It's very important. Very, very important. Shouts to Govy Governor, because he's one of my favorite ah, you know, artists to come Gov. from. Well. You have so many, mm-hmm. so many talents. Straight up. But it's, it's kind of scattered. Mm-hmm. It's not together. And you have to remember that we are a force when we put the numbers together. Amen. I don't know if you watch Reggae Sumpfest. Not that much. So this year, Reggae Sumpfest, we had a tribute to Maddox Records. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it, go and look at it. Mm-hmm. So you had seven brothers on stage mm-hmm. at once mm-hmm. performing the classics. Classics. Mm-hmm. Bounty Killer, Baby Sham, Beanie Man, Spraga Benz, Wayne Wonder, Frisco Kid and Mr. Easy. Madness. One set, and it was a Madhouse Records tribute. So all the songs were songs that were produced by Dave Kelly. Mm-hmm. And that is something that everyone that saw it can't keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. They can't stop talking about it. Mm. I mean, you, that is a show that could go on for a very, 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 that very show long can time. Tour, that <laughs> show can tour, tour the world. Mm. You know what I mean? And it should do. We And we're planning it. It's I'd in the making. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So let's talk about Lawless Records. Yes. This is your own label, your own imprint. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've done a lot of stuff with Dave, Ke- Dave Kelly, yeah. Red House Records. Um, talk to us about your label. Ah, uh, so Lawless is basically not allowing anyone to box us in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We decide our own destiny. It's not about grabbing bags or purses mm-hmm. or sticking up a bank. <laughs> We're deciding our own destiny. Straight. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, because they might think that from the, the title. Of yes, just from the, the title. Label. You know what I mean? <laughs> so get that straight. We are out here and we are in charge of our own destiny, doing what we think is best for us mm-hmm. and our family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, in terms of the record label, whatever, Dave Kelly and Maddows thinks that, okay, this is too harsh for Maddows. It filters to Lawless. Okay. Because nothing can box Lawless in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you and Spice. What yeah. a chemistry. Yeah. I mean, can we expect any more new music from you guys? Uh, myself soon? and Spice, we were the one that basically brought Spice to the scene. Mm-hmm. Spice's first record was on Get a Story Beat. Mm-hmm. Spice is like a little sister of mine. Mm-hmm. We have always said that we wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't right. And you never force things. You let it happen. Mm-hmm. Just naturally. Because music is like that. It's like the water. You have to let it do what it do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You still so, communicate a lot? Uh, all, almost almost every two weeks. Mm-hmm. We send each other a text. That's, That's my sister. You uh-huh. know what I mean? If if she needs something, she knows she can pick up the phone. Both of us are doing what we do, which is on the grind nonstop. But mm-hmm. we always find time to say, well, go on. Mm-hmm. Everything up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's my sister, Gracie. She mm-hmm. knows what times it is. Now, what I'm going to ask you now, we could open up a massive, massive conversation with this talking point here. Your favorite era in reggae dancehall, man. Let's try and keep it like as concise. Easy, Why? easy, easy. And which part of the 90s? I would say 90s. I would say all of the 90s. Because that's how I got 
that's that that's what made me want to do it so from 91 to 95 mm -hmm. the bojo beanie bounty mm -hmm. a little bit of shabba mm -hmm. that made me wanted to get, to go in the studio mm -hmm. and become a musician you know what mm -hmm. i mean become a dancehall artist mm -hmm. then we got in the game 95 the first song Fireborn for the man the mouth the winner stop run pedophile joke girl from your band you know walk with no maoli yam the 96 gave you how many girl get slammed through money many many <laughs> 96 again taking a ride a ride hey ride mm. a ride joy hey, joy ride, ride. but reason why the 90s i think will 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 be able to dominate any other era because of the producers that the night is at. Mm -hmm. They weren't normal producers. Mm. All these producers were, were top engineers before they came mm. became producers. Pioneers, man. Sly and Robbie. Mm -hmm. Steely and Cleavy. Tony Kelly. Mm. The Dan himself. Dave Kelly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Bobby Digital. Mm. You look at even Sizzler, Kolonji, career. Who made the biggest albums with Sizzler? Mm -hmm. Bobby Digital. Mm, crazy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The 90s are producers that are legends. You have producers now that have the potential to become legends. Mm -hmm. But can they remain consistent enough? Time will can show. they remain hungry enough? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because after a while, you started hitting these charts and making these so much money. Mm -hmm. Will you be as hungry as before? Mm-hmm. That's the difference. The 90s, you can't go around it. And and that's that to be said about every genre. Of course. Hip-hop, R&B. 90s just have a special flavor, mm. babe. A special print, sprinkle. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm about to ask you a question that I feel like you might answer very differently every week, every month. But I want you to answer this question, knee-jerk, whatever comes to your heart yeah. or your mind today. The top three reggae dancehall artists that had the biggest impact and are the most important to you? Bojo Bantan, Bounty Killer, Major Worries. Jeez. Major and a worries. lot of people might not know Major Worries, but mm -hmm. without Major Worries, you wouldn't have a Shabarangs. Mm -hmm. Without Major Worries, you wouldn't have a Bojo Bantan. Mm -hmm. And you probably wouldn't have a Bounty Killer. Mm -hmm. You probably wouldn't have a Baby Shop. Crazy. Probably you'd have the same individuals, but different sound. Mm -hmm. Because... Shaba took the sound from Major. Mm -hmm. Bojo took the sound from Shaba. Mm -hmm. Bounty took the sound from Bojo. I took the sound from Bojo, Shaba, Bounty, mm -hmm. Major. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Now I'm going to call this song, I'm going to give it a clean edit, Blood. The new song that you got with Bounty Killer. Yeah. That's what we're calling it yeah. for clean purposes. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And I call it Song for the People. <laughs> song for the People. We could yeah. call it either or. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So talk to me about reconnecting with Bounty Killer and putting together this project right here. Because you've got a long history. So the whole project came about. The idea was Dave Time Kelly's. Bomb. Time Bomb. The mm -hmm. idea was Dave Kelly's idea to, to do an EP with myself and Bounty Killer. And he had that idea before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. right as we were about to, to go away to get in the studio together mm -hmm. then the pandemic hit mm -hmm. so he had to put it off mm -hmm. so as soon as the world kind of opened up a bit he said you know what it's time let's go back in the studio mm -hmm. so we went away we went to the Bahamas with Killer for one month mm -hmm. one month and we just write vibe mm -hmm. music food chill mm -hmm. you know what I mean the water boat whatever we had to do all right, let's get down to it, man. 
the the lead song of the project blood song for the people yeah i mean the dirty version you know we're talking about bc BC. yeah song for the people yeah you know when i go to score i said blood (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could have so many different responses when you say that word yep you know what i mean i know what it means i've got a jamaican family of course you're using the word you know what it means you use it regular how would you break it down in a politically correct way what that word means the definition so i think you can't get more jamaican than blood Mm -hmm. aka bc Mm. if you really think about it think Mm. about it blood clot seen is used for every single emotion Mm -hmm. happiness happiness sadness sadness, anger frustration joy Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. the slaves used to use it Mm -hmm. and that's where we got it from Mm -hmm. But because the slave masters didn't like it, <laughs> they banned it. Mm-hmm. And then, coming out of slavery, the puppets banned it also mm-hmm. because they were the so-called aristocrats. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But think about it. It's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that out of Jamaican roots and Jamaican culture. Mm-hmm. And sooner or later, they will have to leave it and let it go mm-hmm. and decriminalize it. It's the way you use the word, though. Would yes. you use blood clot? In front of your pastor. Right now? Yes, for sure. You would? Yeah, man. <laughs> because the pastor can't tell me nothing. Him use blood clot. <laughs> if he my Jamaican, he must use blood clot. Would you say blood clot in front of your children? For sure. They listen to music every day. I tell my children there's no Jamaican bad word. If these are the words that the slaves used to use, to rile up themselves to get us out mm-hmm. of slavery so we could live or we live now. Mm-hmm. Why can't we use it? Would you say blood claw or bomba claw in front of your mother or your father? I was just talking to my mom the other day about it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's how you use it. Mm-hmm. If my mom see me watching the game and Salah mm-hmm. misses a chance, it's natural it's going to mm-hmm. come out. Blood clot, Salah. What that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have missed the chance. Mm-hmm. It's not used as as a disrespectful mm-hmm. as a disrespectful word mm-hmm. or a disrespectful manner in mm-hmm. a disrespectful manner. Mm-hmm. It's just your emotion. But I'm sure you wouldn't say to your to your pastor you like a blood clot, yo. No, it's all you use it. <laughs> if the pastor you ever say, yo, the sermon of the blood clot, man, <laughs> he's not gonna feel any way about it. You know what I mean? Because you love the ceremony. You have to love somebody love the ceremony. Straight. It's how you use it. And because they created this 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 stigma of of saying that the word is criminalized. Mm-hmm. If if they didn't do that, we will use that word just as how it is everywhere because mm-hmm. you use it everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And the pastor can't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. The prime minister can't tell me he doesn't use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what Crazy. I mean? Crazy. You can't go around it. When people meet you out in the world, it's the first thing they say. And a lot of so different blood cultures. blood clot is Jamaica. A lot of different cultures use the word as Same well. Same way. And sometimes I feel like they don't even know the origins of you it. You have a festival in the, out in Europe that's making millions of euros mm-hmm. from the name right now. Oh. And yet still we are not using it. You have a festival called Bomba Clot Festival. I never even knew that. All right. And they get 100,000 <laughs> people every year. That's crazy. All right. That tells you. They should pay. We need to own our heritage and own our culture. Mm. Yep. Listen, it has been a great conversation today. SK Vibe Maker and Sham. You know what I'm saying? Big up, man. Respect. And we didn't even talk about Liverpool and Arsenal. Think <sighs> about that. That's for our next convo. Can you hear me? <laughs> SK, the Vibe Maker. This is a survival story. 
This a SK story. The vibes make a story. This a baby sham story. Hey, banging. Guess what? SK vibe maker interviews are hot.